Welcome to Indigo Sounds, a podcast from CNSC. I'm your host, David Stringer, and on this week's episode, we have Justin Osborne of Susto and Sequoia Prep School and Hunter Park of She Returns from War. They stopped by the studio on a Wednesday afternoon before their show at New Brooklyn Tavern. Uh, they're currently on tour together celebrating Susto's debut album, which came out a decade ago. Hard to believe. Um, on this episode, we mostly just caught up. They didn't get their guitars out. We didn't do any acoustic performances, though we might do that in the future. Um, they'll definitely stop back by and be on the podcast again. But it was really just a chance for us to catch up and kind of look back at the past 10 years and look forward to what's coming up this year and beyond for both of them. Uh, for Justin, it's definitely going to be an exciting year, as you'll hear, and uh, really excited for him and congratulations. And also, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Justin. Let's dive in. I'm singing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> we have Hunter Park of She Returns from War and Justin Osborne of uh, Sequoia Prep School. <laughs> uh, he's also in a band called Susto, I think. And uh, uh, what are the other three? The, the yeah, Susto String Band? Susto String Band, uh, Susto Es Muerto, and Biscuit and Gravy. It sounds delicious. Yeah. They're all yummy. <laughs> they're I'm they're big, all yummy. I've been really into breakfast music. Breakfast music. Have you seen the new, uh, speaking of breakfast music, so if you use Spotify and you type in Daylist, have you all seen that? I have. Yeah. It seems like it attacks people. It's funny. Uh, Mine's like, chill indie vibe, you loser. Yeah. Really? It says that? (laughs) No, it leaves off the loser part. But but yesterday or other days, it was like uh, something about you love adolescent music. I'm like, God, calling me out. Exposure. (laughs) What does that mean? Uh, like coming of age songs, like Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, yeah. you're like I read The Giver a lot as a kid. Exactly. Or Eric Skelton. Or Eric Skelton. All the good stuff. Yeah. Do you do you have one? Type in Daylist on Spotify. Let me see here. I haven't done it yet. So this is like... you're you're on the spot. Oh man. Luckily for me, I use Apple. I'm just kidding. I don't even even know. You should use Apple. I mean, you have a... Mine says... You got a little exposure from them last year. Hipster bluesy Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Hipster bluesy is pretty me, I think. Yeah. What, do you live in Austin or something? Austin, Texas? Yeah, that's right. I'm like like a a CNSC ambassador to... ATX. I love that. That makes one less tri- trip to South by Southwest for me. Right. Yeah. Um, Are you going back? No, I'm not going this year. I am going to do some. Um, what do they call that when you're on the outskirts of things? Oh yeah, some like um, edges. Not side, tertiary. Side That's like an extra like nipple. Day, day parties or. I don't know. There's extraneous is the word that I was looking for. Are you going to yeah. be in Austin for around South by though? I will. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. You'll get roped into a day party. Just oh, yeah, rope sure. you into a day well, party. Well, I'm going to be like in the hospital. My son is due like right in the middle of South by. So we're breaking be... news, son. Yeah, yeah. He's a little Texan. Oh, He's going to be, cool. I guess. He'll be born in Texas. Yeah. I think they take his, that pretty seriously. His mama's Texan too, so you know. But he, um, yeah, he's due on March 17th, which is like St. Patrick's Day, but it's like right in the middle of South by. So it's. That's probably going to be like sharing the hospital with like some like 
Chilean DJs or something yeah. that broke their arm on too, a scooter. Too much uh, cocaine and uh, yeah. for the the Brazilian DJ. Yeah. They're like, uh, it just hits different here. Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of honky tonk music lately. Well, that's that's one thing I love about being in Austin is the honky tonk scene there is incredible. I mean, obviously Nashville is another place for that, but like, there's I, I think I feel like most of my mu- music friends like in. Texas or honky tonk people. It's sort of rubbing off on me a little bit. I was watching. Have you uh, seen by chance the Showtime show, uh, George and Tammy? Yes. I, I haven't seen it. I I've loved really it. Good. And for some reason, it got me going into uh, George Jones, obviously. So I was listening to more George Jones. And then that got me YouTubing, and I found a cro- or a George Jones and Travis Tritt. Uh, sharing their favorite songs. And then it sent me into the OG Lefty Frizzell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas Honky Tonk Show. Amazing. So it's... I've just been on a kick lately. And uh, it got me listening to, uh, I don't know, just a bunch of Lefty Frizzell and stuff like yeah. that. I'm actually I'm trying it. to work on a Honky Tonk record. Okay. Uh, Will you just call me whenever it's you need me? Queen of Honky Tonk. It's... Uh, it's the the half singing, half talking. Yeah, and it's slow. It's the slowing down of the music in a lot of ways, but the speeding up of the the music behind it. Yeah, it's so cool. I just see it all different now. Yeah, there's a. It's a fun scene. It's fun to like uh, dress up like a narco slash cowboy too. And the, like all the frills. Yeah, everybody goes out in the like polyester. Um, Stuff you buy at Cavenders and stuff. Like. Yeah, uh, man, uh, George Jones got really pissed off in the show when they put polyester, mixed materials on him, silk and polyester. He, he threw a fit in the... In well, the you know, he's George Jones, so I guess he can throw a fit about whatever he wants to, but... Yeah. I, I don't mind polyester. Well, as long as it's all polyester. Right, you can't mix. Oh, I see. You yeah. can't all mix right. your yeah. materials. That's What true. kind of amateur tailor does that? I know that seems just like... Uh, like bad logistics you know yeah yeah you can't wear linen and silk together according to jesus christ either superstar superstar (laughs) uh so what are y'all in town for it's four o'clock on a wednesday afternoon just passing through and uh i really appreciate y'all coming by yeah it's great it's great to see you we were talking about today on the way up here it's been a while since either of us have seen you yeah i was thinking about and i didn't say this in the car i was thinking about one of the a time that the three of us were hanging out like a few, this is a few years ago, like probably almost a decade ago, like whenever mm-hmm. uh, Susto was pretty new. And I can't remember who, uh, you were playing a show and I like, got that, ta- this, that tattoo, my 519 never forget oh, tattoo. Sh- uh, was it that was Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. And you got your At tattoo. At Art Bar. Mm-hmm. You just went upstairs and got it. Yeah, and they- the Marshall story. Yeah, because it was he like swallowed a, all the, a, a, few, yeah. a few weeks before that, Marshall had swallowed the weed on 519. Yeah. Uh, May 19th. And so, yeah, they. I remember there was a tattoo place like above our bar. Yes. And the the kid like running the door, The I, he did my tattoo. So I was like, come on, just give me a tattoo. Like I want it to look, it can look bad. I don't care. And he's like, no, no. And the boss was like, just do it. Charge him 20 bucks. And I was like, and I, I, I was wearing an Acid Boy shirt. And he yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that band. I heard they're pretty <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. That was towards the beginning of uh, when you started playing solo, I think. Yeah, I was... But I was it, it had to have been 10 years ago, because tonight's the sort of 10-year show yeah, of the yeah. first album, right? Yeah, it was like... It was probably 
at least nine years you ago. You played Cosmic Cowboy. I remember you had played that for me a month or two before that, and then I remember you playing it again that day. That was like um, prime, like, Susto Classic uh, yeah. times. The first record was probably out, and then we were probably working on the second one. And But, yeah, I remember, I, I mean... I don't think I played that day. Maybe I did. I did play. No, you did. I think you that too. I play. I think it was a a darty for sure. For some reason, we were all. What is day, it? Oh, day yeah, party. yeah, yeah. It was. It, it was. was. We were definitely. I'm hip day to drinking. the lingo. Yeah. yeah, but I just remember it. You know, Columbia can throw a pretty good day party. Well, I mean, people. Like I feel like St. Patrick's Day proves that. Every the, year. That's the truth. But the thing that. The hard part about it is that nobody remembers it the next day. But I have played so many of them and, yes, had way too much fun that I do equate Columbia with just being really drunk during the day. Yeah. I think maybe we bring bring that from Charleston, too. That's like a a Charleston spirit. Maybe it's a whole state thing. I don't think they do that in Greenville. No, they're too busy crafting their beer. I really do think people are sort of chilling out on the... Maybe we're just getting older, oh, though, but yeah. a lot of people are... Alcohol has become uh, less as uh, prominent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I drink maybe... I mean, I still... I'm not, like, a sober person, but, like, I feel like I drink so much less than I used to. I feel like 10 years ago I was drinking... I don't know. We don't have to get into that. That's more of a, I mean, it's more of a therapy thing. Yeah. <laughs> like party and yeah. when you're party. In, when you're in the beginning stages of any band and you're young. Yeah, it sort of comes along with it maybe. But. I'll be honest though, one of my favorite nights in Columbia was uh I think you played a show at New Brooklyn, uh Hunter, and we went back to the Say Brother house and you picked up a guitar at like three thirty in the morning. And we had like 20 people just sitting in the bedroom, Trev's bedroom, and you just played for like 30 minutes. And I swear half the room was crying. <laughs> I love that. But it's those moments that it's like kind of make it all worth it for more sure. so than anything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some very personal, amazing, magical moments that have happened at those yeah. after parties. Yeah, for sure. I've like, there was, there was, I don't remember who was living there it was like a house right across the street on state street from the old new brooklyn tavern mm-hmm. and i think maybe you threw the show or something and i played in the backyard oh that was coleman coleman uh, th- yeah. yeah i played Coleman's that house. with you yeah okay yeah, yeah. i think i played that yeah <laughs> and that was again where at the end of the night david dedekin was there and yeah, like yeah. and like i remember at the end of the night we were all sitting around in the kitchen just like song trading and like mm-hmm. uh you know it's just yeah. magic yeah i forgot about that i've uh it's funny because I learn a lot of new songs from musicians that way because they'll pull out covers, covers, and, yeah. and uh, just little ditties that they don't ever do on stage. That's how I found out about Magnetic Fields because I was like at a house show in Florence, and Brian Hannon, when he was just starting Co, like yeah. played, and he played a Magnetic Field song, and I was like, oh, "The song's amazing!" And like, you know, that's the magic of it all. <laughs> so I was surprised to. Uh, See y'all playing together and riding up tonight after uh, Hunter's album was ranked higher than yours in the 2023. We haven't <laughs> actually we haven't discussed music. that. That's why she made me drive. I was uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it to uh, to bring it up on the podcast. It's, numbers, are, I agree with it. You know what can I say? <laughs> numbers. We don't look at the numbers. We just are grateful for the list. Yeah. And yeah. Um, okay, are you like? Did you get like PR talking points or something? No, I just think that when God looks down on us, He's not seeing how tall people are. He's just seeing the little dots of our heads. 
Yeah. So <laughs> we're just doing our best out here, you know. Uh, I, I, and God, um, I mean, just like the music industry. I, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I am just grateful to be uh, considered on the list, yeah. and that people are listening to the record, and, and grateful to be alongside friends like Hunter and and so many other folks. It's like you know, I feel like South Carolina is this hotbed for really great music, and I've always known it because I grew up here, and. I don't know. I'm just grateful to be a part of that. You know, even though I don't technically live in South Carolina anymore, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I will again at some point in my life, but I, it's like, it's home, you know, and I, the music scene here is like, feels like home too. And like I said, I really feel like sort of this like South Carolina ambassador in other places. Like, I think it'll be hard to not, um, to not like consider myself a, I don't know. A South Carolina musician. I think uh, that was even the question. You're, you're ingrained. Just, in, you're ingrained in this. I'm just trying to di- no divert choice. away from the fact that that Hunter's album is better than mine. So. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think at this point that everybody knows that the lists aren't like uh, numerically def- numerically. It no, I think it, that's not it. It's, I, it's I, about I, discovering a band or something that you might not have heard of. For sure, and I. But I also think that that's you know it's like I don't know it's fine if it is too. And it's like, and it's, and it's also like, it's just cool to have even that be a thing. It's like, there's some States where, you know, like you, they, maybe they do some sort of top albums like that, but it's like, I feel like it's just crazy to see the quality of records that are coming out, independent records, records like on labels, like everybody from like all parts of the spectrum of the music business. Like, you know, it's cool. I, I just, I'm just proud of everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's, you know, I, I travel, I know a bunch of uh, like, you know, just plugging in and playing shows in different states and you kind of like look for their community lists maybe to uh-huh. see if people are doing that. And I'm grateful for it because I know that it is exposed. The reason for the list is, is it is exposing people to more. And when you see like, just if you played through all the records on that list, you'd have like in a fucking amazing playlist. Yeah. And exactly. I just think that, you know, being from, like you said, you're an ambassador for, for here. And I think it's just the fact that we can be so proud of the fact that we come from South Carolina, that no matter where you live, you're going to carry that with you because you uh, can say that I was lucky enough to be born here, make music here and, and be plugged into the community because it supports itself so much. And you can carry that out and be kind of, you know, teach a lesson to people who need to learn that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I follow it so closely. It's uh, I look for people doing things like I'm doing, or I've tried to do over the last uh, since 2008 in other states, and I, it's harder to find. Yeah. Other, there's not somebody that's like really repping the state of or the locality of music yeah. everywhere. Right. I mean, there's a few in South Carolina. We're really lucky about for it. Yeah, I know because I there's not that in other states. I I, I think it's unique. Um, I mean, there are other versions of it, obviously like our neighbors, Georgia, and North Carolina, both mm-hmm. have great music scenes as yeah. well. Um, and, and also in Texas. And then obviously there's Nashville and all these places like LA, New York, Chicago, whatever we could go down the list, but mm-hmm. like, 
in terms of just like a, a state sort of like looking inward and being like, this is our scene. This is like, we're going to celebrate and sort of promote and like, and really listen to and be fans of like music that's sort of like local and it's cool. It's like, I mean, I remember, I mean, for me, like New Brooklyn, ta- well, we're playing in New Brooklyn tonight, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and like New Brooklyn has been on front of mind for me because we just did these Sequoia reunions where we, you know, closed down the old one and opened the new one and just had me pondering my experiences with that place for a while. And, you know, I didn't grow up in Columbia. I didn't grow up in one of the three, you know, major cities. I grew up in Florence, which is the fourth, ma- fifth, fourth or fifth, major probably city. like seventh or something. I don't know. But, but anyway, you know, just like having, a place like New Brooklyn where it's like, I feel like people were driving from all over the state to like play shows there and, and do stuff. And then sort of that would branch out to doing shows in Charleston and Greenville or, you know, Rock Hill, Charlotte area, sometimes Florence, but like it would just, uh, I don't know. There's this sort of, um, community and and I, you know, I've, especially in the early days was doing like a lot of DIY touring and trying to find those sort of communities in other places so that we could show mm-hmm. trade and stuff. And it it was like, you know, I, that was when I started to realize like, oh, this, this like size sort of like enthusiasm from an entire state for their music scene isn't just everywhere, you know? It's like, yeah, especially not in the way that I feel like it's sort of connected here. And, uh, and I, I really see it a way as uh, sort of taking care of ourselves. Yeah. You know? It's like it's a like survival self-care. tactic. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I was sort of raised to, uh, if your friends are doing something and spending time, like investing their time and doing something, whether it's like any sort of art, like you support them, like you go see their show, you go, mm. you go to their their sporting event, or if they're, I don't know. That's just sort of how I was raised. So, uh, I kind of just translated that into CNSC in a I lot think of ways. You did it beautifully too. You know, it's like, I mean, just the the legacy of like what you've done with CNSC and like what the samplers meant to like so many folks in this, in this state and like, um, and, and like what it continues to do for people in terms of exposure and bringing like, you know, the next, like the next crop of artists, like yeah. up, up and sort of to the, to the forefront, like is really cool. And, and it, I mean, I remember like when the first Susto songs were coming out and I was like, David, I gotta get people to find out about this band. Uh, like, no, the, so the first time we, the first Susto album that this it was the second time it was on the internet uh, because you posted it on your personal Facebook, uh, friends and lovers, uh, on Valentine's. Day. Yeah, I remember that. And I then re- in March we recorded acoustic. Yeah, that's right. And that's we right. didn't even invite you. You were like, "Can I do this?" And I was like, "Absolutely," <laughs> because like I didn't. Know, you, yeah. I thought you were done playing music forever. Yeah, well, because I I think I did friends lovers and I posted it probably from the Sequoia Prep School page. Yeah, or yeah maybe. probably. Yeah, it was like literally. Like the day it was written, like yeah. uh, fresh heartbreak, you know. Let's put it on the internet. But yeah, yeah. That I remember not really knowing that Susto was going to be a band either. I thought I was just going to be done. And it was like, you know, putting it down in ending Sequoia was one thing, but then it was just like mi- missing all of it. I mean, now it's like what I do for a living, and I don't know. I guess I couldn't see that then, but. Um, I don't know. It's 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 wild to look back on that stuff and just be like, you know, just sort of following the passion of being into what you're doing and really wanting to like to see it see it through, you know. And then before you know it, it's like you've been doing. You made it happen. Yeah, it happened. I guess so. Uh, Hunter, have you been to the new New Brooklyn Tavern? 
I haven't, and I was uh, I was very upset that I couldn't get into uh, the old space to do a show before it closed. But I I realized coming up here, I haven't played in Columbia. It's been a while in a really long time. Yeah. So I'm just glad to be back, and I am super excited to see New Brooklyn because we were talking with each other about how it's kind of a center point for. We've got a lot of center points because we mm-hmm. are very similar in the in the way that we've got friends in the music scene and and we've got so many shared experiences together. But I will say that you know New Brooklyn is one of those strongholds that you know you just had so many friends here and so many experiences at shows. And so I'm just glad that it's still remaining a legacy and being able to, or, you know, kind of be at the beginning of the new space opening is a big honor. So I'm happy that me and Justin were able to pull this off and, yeah, sure. and I'm thankful to them too for because I literally texted Carlin like two weeks ago. I was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, this, this show idea. was not on the radar because yeah. I was trying to get in touch with Hunter about doing the pod, and then that showed up, and I was like, "Oh, this." Yeah, I hit Hunter up, and I was like, birds, "Hey, I know this is like nine days away, but this could be cool, right?" And I yeah. said, "If you can give me a ride, and then <laughs> and you know, one million dollars. This is the beginning of a three day run for me, and I just, I mean, I will do." The thing about you that I want you to know from my perspective is that I I suppose that if you ever wanted to just text me and ask me to do something, I'll, I'll usually say yes, because the experience is always really enriching and it's really nice to make music and and make a show happen with somebody who you consider genuinely a part of your family. That's how I feel. And That's so I feel. I've done some some big ones where the logistics of, you know, travel are insane and, um, you know, you're kind of putting yourself out on a limb, but it's the most rewarding thing. And I, I just, you know, I never really thank you enough for those. And I think it's an amazing experience every I time. Know. I mean, for me, it's like, it's win-win for me because I get to see you play. And then also we get to do some of my songs together. It's, it's like, which best. always oh, makes y'all are sound doing better. some together. Oh yeah, I mean, we, we I, I just will. assumed that. Yeah, yeah. But. I I can pretty much do. Harmonies oh, so y- y'all, that's why I love Hunter. Assume, so y'all haven't even talked well, about it. No. Well, Hunter, <laughs> but that's because we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, it's like that. Hunter is one of the people who can like do so many Susto songs with me, and it just adds so much. It's like, um, you know, I love playing solo and stuff, but it's really great when you have like friends on the bill who also can, you know, help bring the music to life, and it's gonna be fun. I I also like. Just want to say too, like I'm a really big fan of the new location for, for yeah. New Brooklyn. I yeah. hope I hope they get to like stay there long term and mm-hmm. really develop it because I see all the potential. And even as it stands, I think it's a really great room. So it's going to be, you know, just fun to be there. And I think them being closer to the campus of USC is yeah. like is a game changer. It makes it feel more like like an Athens venue or something. You know, for sure it That's does. Awesome. You yeah, know? I called it a a mini orange peel. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Somebody compared the Kings and Raleigh too, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, Kings is actually a really good yeah. comparison. It sort of reminds me of like a miniature Terminal West in Atlanta. Huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel orange peel, and I didn't even think about Kings. I haven't been to that place in forever, but I saw you there once uh, for hopscotch. Or? Yeah, and y'all set up for like. An hour. I had like at a festival. Well, it wasn't even our fault. You were asleep I was, in the van. Okay, I wasn't even in the van. All right, I had, <laughs> I had a good excuse. Right, I had like just like been doing a European tour with Band of Horses solo, and I hadn't slept in like 
but maybe like three hours a day for like 10 days. And I got back. I was super jet lagged. They were setting up. I fell asleep in my rental car. Yes, I did. <laughs> but And I woke up. I had like 12 um, missed calls. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, our, Did you sleep through the show? Well, uh, we, it, it was it, it was sold out. So it, it was, was 10 minutes one out after too. our set was supposed to start. And yeah, so I jumped God. out of the car, ran. I was two blocks away. Like I was running there. And apparently, though, they hadn't, like, they were behind because it was festival, it was throw and grow. And so, so it was like they, like, hadn't figured out. So it wasn't, even though I was late, the sound guys were already late, too. But but apparently, we pissed off some Kevin Morby fans because Kevin Morby was playing right after yeah. us. And I remember some, I love somebody Kevin on. Kevin Morby, by I, the way. I do, too. I, I do just too. hung I, out with him in Nashville. What? I love him. I uh, I just felt bad because, and I also was so out of it because I was jet lagged. I didn't know what was going on. I just was trying to show up and play, but, like. I saw you the day before that too, and I'd really yeah. just gotten in then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was somebody on Twitter who was like, "Not cool, Susto." Like, and I was like, "Damn it!" Twitter, Twitter, where you can talk about people and good God. Uh, I kind of quit Twitter, and then I got back on recently, and I was like, "Fuck this place! This is awful." Yeah, you should get on Quitters. I'm on Quitters. I started my own community on Substack because I'm tired of all that. Substack is cool. I'm trying uh, that's to the get new thing. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm just trying to get there where people can support me and what I do, and I can filter out the rest of the people who don't know who people who talk about local music but don't pay attention at all. Yeah. I don't want to hear their opinion anymore. I'm tired of it. I mean, I, I just want people who like care to yeah, have if you a don't space care, to I don't want to listen. Yeah. yeah. You want like the real, um, the real dedicated folks to have a space where they can talk. Yeah, exactly. It's like whenever like you are very educated on a specific subject, and you get into people who are also educated on it, and you can have this conversation. And then one person comes in that like sort of might know one thing. They say something like crazy, and you're like, ah, which is fine. You know, it's like they might have yeah. like the, I don't know where I'm going. I'm but. trying to teach those people, but at the same time, I don't need their feedback. And I want other people to have to deal with their feedback. And I don't know who I'm not. Well, welcome, nobody's specific. Welcome to our life. <laughs> it's like yeah. uh, people have an opinion. People on People have so many opinions. I'm so tired of people having opinions. <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired of Mike drop. stands. I'm going back to Cuba. <laughs> no, I, I I love people having opinions, honestly, and I love it when people have educated opinions. Yeah. I just want people to be knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Well, well informed. Uh, people yes, make well-informed comments you know, most of the time. Most of the time. It's funny reading, like, uh, like you know, folks who run venues, like Wes with Radio Room in Greenville and then, like, uh, Carlin here at New Brooklyn. Like, just yeah. the, the sort of feedback they get from folks and stuff yeah. like that. And That's like, why so, I don't post on Facebook yeah, anymore. Yeah, seeing them repost it is so funny. I'm like, man, oh, y'all, bless, bless y'all for... You know, keeping the venues open and dealing with the the drunk masses. See, they have to. They're they're going for the drunk masses. They're going for those people. They need those people to stay in business. That is true. The the people got to get drunk somewhere. You know. Yeah. And it's entertaining. I mean, I will say it's it's low key entertaining to be scrolling mindlessly on Facebook because it's so it feels so antiquated now. But <laughs> I and then feel hit like a Carlin post. Yeah, the yeah. Carlin <laughs> posts are always like. I mean, they are. They are rich, and yes, I feel like are. he needs to be paid for his content. So I always give him a like to so he can get paid. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Wait, I saw That's somebody talking creators. about that. Right? Like, he do gets, you get, do you I get think paid he gets for moni- stuff? On? I think he monetized his Facebook. He I got into that. a pr- Facebook program or something where he, he would get paid for every like and comment. 
I gotta ask him about that tonight. I know. I want. I want to get paid for life. You're the, got miles shit feet poster. around here. Yeah. I don't want to be a shit poster, but you I think to. I'm. A, Nobody, nobody likes. No to one wants authentic con- content. Nobody wants authentic. They want to see the controversy. Well, what yeah. if I like start reviewing blenders or, you know, uh, you know? Why don't you just meal, start meal plans that come in the being mail? honest about uh, restaurant reviews in Charleston or some shit? People go because then shit. people no, no, will no, no, turn. No, 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 no. You'll just be in like a lion's den. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to turn on anybody in Charleston because they'll. Yeah, it's too small. I uh, I listen to this podcast called How Long Gone, and. Uh, they were joking about how when you go out to eat, just have your apps note open on your phone. Yeah, and they'll like, think you're reviewing it or something, and they'll treat you better. Well, I'm in food and bev, so I get I get princess Priority. treatment. So much. would the apps note work or not? No, because they'd be like, "What's this asshole doing? What if it's Jai? <laughs> you know Jai, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it was Jai and he had his app note? So you would treat him extra nice. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm. I thought I was the one eating. Yeah, in, in that. But I know. <laughs> I just wanted to see your perspective since you were in the industry. In the industry, <laughs> I'm just wildly famous. So everywhere I go, I get this like really great treatment. You You're know? like, oh shit, is that Justin? That's the Acid board? Boy. No, I'm just kidding. The, I just eat. I it. love I just, the I Acid Boy. It's my <laughs> favorite band. I just eat at home all the time. Uh, yeah. What y'all got coming up this year? Uh, it's January. You, you got first? a you got a full year ahead of you. I'm I'm doing dad mode and like yeah. I'm, I've got a few more things between now and when the baby comes, and then I'm taking it pretty easy. Like we're gonna put out a live record, and but I'm probably gonna play like 40 shows this year. Just well, I want to be a part of as many as I can. I like you, that. Yeah, you need um, to play some shows. You gotta. You we're got gonna find a wonderful album to okay, support. Well, you know I'm gonna be there. Yeah. I'm, this is in writing now. <laughs> Listen, if he's going to move uh, hundreds of miles away from his band, maybe uh, they should start backing you up. Oh, <laughs> they would. Well, yeah, that's true. They're um, all spread out too, anyway. Though, yeah, so that's true. Johnny's yeah, in Mexico. I'm like, I'm I do borrow them occasionally yeah. um, for things, and I mean, Jordan from Rose Hotel was oh, uh, amazing at uh, both being my guitar player, learning on the fly and doing some TMing and doing all of the driving for that SG Goodman tour. And she's a badass and needs she to get recognized for her. that. Cause yeah. I was like just off the road from another tour that I was on. And, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to be at my like best. And, and she really killed it for that. And, um, it was, you know, that was right before the record release. So I heard, a. Uh a lot of compliments from uh, a couple of my friends about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and Nate was telling me about it too because he worked on the SJ Goodman posters in March. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Um, Nate Puza. Yeah, the one who spelled uh, Sequoia. Wait, oh. did, is that correct on that one? I thought it was wrong. No, that's actually right. Did he do that? Yeah. Okay, that's from a long time ago. He just designed our like. Oh, it was the one with the dog. He had spelled Sequoia wrong. <laughs> it's fine, and it's, it got printed a bunch. It's so funny totally to fine. me. It's like we like our first album's called Weights Are Heavy. You know, it's like it's low yeah. stakes. He designed the like final Sequoia Prep School New Brooklyn Forever oh, shirts that we sold. Yeah. He's dope. His stuff's so good. He's uh, yeah, he's great. I want to do a three night somewhere so that he can do the. Oh yeah poster window i've just all of my friends who've done them like shovels and rope you multiple people have done those Mm -hmm. and i think that's a 
big goal. I just got to figure out where. Did he do the ones for Shovels and Rope, like at the music hall? I think so. Yeah, he did. Okay. Because I remember we I was were like, on one I of those. Want, yeah. Actually, it was like Shaky Graves one night mm-hmm. and then us. Or there, there was a three night and we were on one and Shaky was on the other two yeah. or something. I want, yeah, I want it. You should do the, um, I've been, I don't know what to call I've been trying to figure out what to call it, but uh, the radio room near Brooklyn, Royal American. Like a. Yeah. The triple threat trio sure. tour. Triple threat yeah. trio tour. Yeah, something I mean, like that. I guess like Greenville's not on 26, but if it was the like highway, it would be like a 26 tour. It's like, you know, well, people are always like, it's where like do I spell. play in South Carolina? And I say, there's you can three make, places. You can, no. you can make a Charles micro tour out of it. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I mean, Royal, I, in our group of friends, I feel like it would be Royal American, New Brooklyn and Radio Room just because yeah. we haunted those places yeah. for so long. I mean, yeah. I remember when you could smoke those venues Radio are Room. like cousins, you know, yeah. and I don't I think they realize that like I don't know how well the owners and promoters are in touch. I know like, you know, Wes and Carlin know each other pretty well. And like, yeah, John Kenny gets gets, you know, he gets around, around. State, you know, but but they are they're like they're. Such cousins, and you know, but two of them are sort of uh, growing now out of their mm-hmm. like sort of dive bar size yeah. and period. I think, but people see how important that those two are, especially. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's only a matter of time before Royals underwater, so they'll have to move eventually. <laughs> the water is right there at the back door. I've seen people yeah. like pull up in a boat like, yeah. before yeah. at high tide. So it has <laughs> happened. It has happened. But you know, Charleston also, and. This is true to an extent, I guess, in Columbia. But Char- Charleston has more venues. You know, like Royal has a thing, but there's also a poor house. There's mm-hmm. like you know, music farm and, mi- and music hall down there. And uh, let me tell you this real quick: at the Jam Room Fest last year in Columbia, uh, a band was like, "We uh, this is our first time back in South Carolina since we played this shitty venue in Charleston called Tin Roof." And the crowd booed them yeah. so hard. They were like, nah, don't talk about... Don't, don't talk shit on the Tin Roof. Yeah, don't, don't talk shit. about yeah. any venue poorly. Yeah, when they said that, like, you could... I looked around and people were, like, mad. Yeah. Like, nah. This is South Carolina. Don't we, come we, here. We love those dive yeah. bars, all right? those They mean a lot like, to us. I was at Tin Roof the other day, like, singing yeah. friggin'... George Jones. Exactly. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I love Tin Roof. I didn't me, mean to leave Tin Roof It brought out. me joy when people booed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Yeah, don't mess with us. And then they were like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, They're like, we're never going back to South Carolina. <laughs> good, we don't need you. We don't need you here anymore. We got plenty of good. We got music. Acid Boys and Surf War, or whatever her name is, on Twitter. Y'all, Wait, I, I hate to wrap it up, but I we have to go. Yeah, because I have to do a parent teacher thing after sound check. So, um, I, uh, dude, we got we know, got in a good conversation acid, acid here dads. in thirty minutes. Yeah. And this is a a perfect um, like a platform. So next time you're in town, stop by. Absolutely, we'll catch dude. up. The museum. I, want this, I just want this to keep going for sure. And it's it is what it is I today. Hop we in we, and join we, the we just talk. I know. It's, I was it's like a conversation, I, and I want people to just like eavesdrop. You know, it's so cool us. too because like you know you show up and do stuff so, so many times. They just want you to do a song or whatever. But it's like getting to actually talk. And be like candid and just yeah. you know real about you know what it's like living this life and being a part of this community and it's cool it's a it's a breath of fresh air so thank you for having us David and I'm sorry again for being the the TM today but no 
all good. You, you're just, I appreciate you're just being dad right now. I'm working for Hunter now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I got to make sound check, baby. Ever since all the right. ever since the rankings came out, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Well, congratulations to both y'all on that. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.